You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Ready to roll. You heard the man that was Dan Campbell. Can't get enough of his sound bites on this show. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, PJ Glasser, Aaron Hawksworth with you. On this football Friday, one of the last football Fridays of the season, we're going to look at Lions at Niners. It's going to be 65, sunny, maybe a little clouds in San Francisco. Perfect weather for one Jared Goff, Joe. This spread at seven, well, I think there's like one or two sevens left. Seven and a half pretty much everywhere else. Total 51 and a half. Where are you at with this one? Are you betting aside? Uh, yes, I am. Perfect weather for Brocktober, too. That's a big deal. Um, I, I know we, we talked about, about golf. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. Are, are they going to be back on that if they're in the Super Bowl? Probably. Um, yes. But, oh, God. But, yeah, no, that that's big. It's like, okay, the perfect conditions. Which quarterback does it help more? It seems like it's it's going to help both. Like, they both need that. And that's why people – criticize them and just say these are just guys right they're okay and they're okay when everything around them is perfect when they have all their weapons healthy when the weather's nice like that's the difference between uh part of the difference between the afc guys and, and the nfc guys but um i'm with the betting market i'm surprised that we're at seven and a half at some spots not everywhere it seems like it's pretty much split down the middle we knew it was going to seven when it was six and a half earlier in the week but just now to go to seven and a half is really interesting. It feels like everybody's on the same side. Everybody's on the favorites that where the money is respected. So is it going to come back the other way this weekend? I don't think so, but you would think there's going to be a lot of public money and just say, I like Mahomes as an underdog. I like the Lions getting more than a touchdown, remembering uh, what they did. I'm, I'm with TA like yesterday. The Debo stuff is overstated. There's people out there saying that it's it's now like like we mentioned seven and a half. There's people saying, well, if Debo's out, that number's going to come to five and a half. No, it's not. It's not coming down to five and a half from seven seven a juice seven seven and a half because of Debo. Like, come on, I know he's impactful, but that is just a ridiculous idea and it's a pipe dream. If you're holding out hope that that's what happens and then you're going to come in heavy on San Francisco. Because it's just not going to be allowed to, to go there. Because every time it drops, there's going to be sharp money coming in on San Francisco like we've seen all week. And bottom line for me, the biggest reason, the Lions defense, they have been outgained in both playoff games. They've given up over 400 yards 
in both playoff games. We're talking about 7.7 yards per play in that Rams one, six and a half in the Tampa Bay one. You can't keep playing in this in this fashion. And now you're going against Shanahan in this game. So I, I just too many explosive plays allowed on defense, and that's where the biggest mismatch is. People can talk about San Francisco's rushing defense has issues, and it's a big strength for Detroit. And and I would combat that and say, look at the state of the Lions' offensive line. It is not what we've seen all year. So that certainly mitigates uh, that advantage. I'm all about the Niners in this game. Yeah, I like the Niners too, guys. I mean, in the regular season, when San Francisco was healthy, when they had all their guys out there, they played 10 regular season games against the NFC, and they won nine of those games by double digits, which is why I liked them last week against Green Bay. They only win that game by three. They were fortunate to win. But sometimes we see that with one seeds. And, you know, a bunch of those starters, they didn't play in three weeks. Green Bay did a great job of possessing the ball in the first half, and their best defense in that game was their offense and just keeping San Francisco off the field. I think the Niners defense will play much better in this game. And to Joe's point, I mean, the Lions pass defense is, it's just so bad. And against this Shanahan offense, I think it's going to be tough for them to get stops. Um, I'm going back and forth on whether or not I want to lay the number with Sam Fran. I do like them to win the game. Sometimes when we get games like this, guys, some of my favorite bets are just to, do a parlay with the 49ers to win and then somebody to score a touchdown. So Niners to win, McCaffrey to score is minus 150. You got to lay some juice, but like feel pretty good about both of those things happening. For the Niners to win, Nayuk to score is plus 130. I like that as well. Um, Like I was talking about a couple segments ago, when you lay a big number with the team and then they don't cover and the next week you like them minus the points again, kind of tough to go back to that well even though you kind of want to and you know it's probably the right side so I'll stay away from that um I like the Niners and Ravens this week in a money line parlay minus 108 just parlaying those two together that's probably my favorite bet of the week I think both win uh but I I do like San Francisco I just think it's a bad matchup for the Detroit defense Mm mm-hmm I'm with you. The Detroit defense, it's going to be a tough day at the office. I think the spread I may just pass on. I could see a situation where Jared Goff, you know, goes over his passing prop and there is a garbage time opportunity. I might even be looking at some gives props because maybe later in the game he can, you know, break off some big runs. But I just don't see a situation, like I said yesterday, where the Lions win this game. But I'm probably just not going to touch the spread here. But yeah, I think there's some interesting props. One that we haven't really talked about is, remember they signed Zach Ertz? Think there's any chance he is in the game and scores a touchdown? Because that's plus 850. I was trying to find some other props. Probably hard to to put too much on Ertz. Um, But... I think they're going to be picking his brain. Um, the one time he did play for the Cardinals, they, he did play against the Niners. So Dan Campbell was saying that he's going to try to see, you know, what he could get out of Ertz from that perspective, even though that was a while ago and maybe you don't learn a ton from that. But the guy's got experience. So I wouldn't be surprised um, because of the injuries that they have at tight end that we do see Ertz in, in some type of position. Maybe he gets a touchdown at plus 850. Yeah, I, I'm looking at tight end on the other side. Uh, Kittle's, Kittle's the play. So when we talked about it earlier this week, it was 58 and a half. 
Now it's 61 and a half. The longest reception's gone up by a yard. I like that one as well. Uh, 23 and a half. Uh, Kittle, in his last six games, his longest reception has gone at least 32 yards in, in five of those six games. So one broken play against this horrendous defense. I certainly see I see longest reception. I like the total yards. Probably going to stay away from the receptions. That's at uh, four and a half. He's usually somewhere around that number. And, you know, PJ, you brought this one up yesterday. It's interesting because with the with the Debo news hanging in the balance, this this is lined. The Ayuk props are lined like Debo's out or Debo will be there and they're not going to throw to him. 80 and a half. He's never that high. So I don't know. It makes me it makes me wonder. So is is that line telling us that they don't think Debo's going to be out there or even if he's out there, he's not going to matter in this game? I think it's a little of both, and I just think it's the way that the Lions' pass defense is played against these number one wide receivers. Because you're right, Ayuk props are mostly in like the high 60s, low 70s, but when you just look at how some of the number one receivers have fared in these past four or five weeks, really this, most of the second half of the season against Detroit, that's why Ayuk's up there. Um, you know, I'm not scared of that 80 and a half. I think he has 100 plus this week, so I do like Ayuk. I also like Jamison Williams on the Lions' side. Like, to me, this just feels like a Jamison Williams game. If you're going to attack the Niners on defense, the way to do that is their secondary down the field. Like, that's how you can get them. And that's where that's where Jamison Williams excels is his speed and his ability, you know, to catch balls deep down the field. So I like Jamo. I know that Amon Ra is going to be very popular. Laporta. We were talking with Noops. He was kind of going back and forth between Reynolds and Williams. I think Reynolds is going to be popular because he had a good game against the Rams. He caught a touchdown last week against Tampa. But I I think Williams is the play this week. When I was looking at props, he was the first guy that I played. Anytime touchdown, receiving yards, longest reception. Like, I'm all in on Jamison Williams this week. So, Hmm. you know, this was a former first-round pick for Detroit. They traded up to get him because, you know, they wanted a speedster, a burner in a game like this. So I uh, I certainly think they could target him. I like him. I like all his props this week. The Niners defense is just so good. I have a hard time figuring out like Lions props here. <laughs> like I, know. I did bet earlier in the week Goff over his passing yards at 255 and a half. But it's tough because I mean we keep talking about the garbage time situation. So if if that happens, I could see a situation where some of these guys go over their props through the air or on the ground, but so tricky too like with so many different weapons how the lions are going to be successful against this golf interception or purdy i'd rather go golf but you're going to pay the price purdy's plus money to throw a pick at home which looks like perfect conditions against a weak secondary so probably not all that appealing the golf one though outdoors maybe i could see it and if they're trailing 50 he's gonna have to 50 so minus 134 and, and that's kind of high he's gonna have to keep on passing like he's probably gonna end up with like 50 attempts or something like that if they are trailing throughout yeah i was looking at well, like a niners that's... defense anytime touchdown at plus 500 like that kind of going along those lines of like a golf pick and we know san francisco is looking to take the ball to the house right i mean drake greenlaw should have just gone down he was trying to score so 
Um, I was looking at that. I love interception props in a game like this, especially with a team like Detroit, who's probably going to be trailing and need to throw the ball. Golf threw the ball like 43 times last week, and they were winning or they were tied that entire game against Tampa. So maybe that's it. Golf over pass attempts, even money, 36 over 36 and a half. There's a plus Mm -hmm. 25 out there, too. Maybe that's better than the interception because those are kind of (laughs) correlated. It's a classic Aspen Niners defense slash special teams touchdown last as last touchdown, twenty five to one. Like that's yes, right? sir. It's a blowout. That's what I'm last yeah. touchdown. That's a at, good at 20, one. Twenty five. Is that a bad number, Paul? Just that's pretty bad. standard. I feel oh, like okay. like it's yeah. It doesn't. It's. I don't think you're usually getting like 40s or anything. I, that's pretty much where you are with that. Um, maybe you you get a 30 somewhere, but yeah, I, I was thinking about that earlier. Kind of like a, but it's a sack, scoop, and score late, pick six, <laughs> and just like you know they're already down 10 points, two touchdowns, and it turns into a 20 point loss or something like that. Yep, I can see that. Um, is anybody the Lions side is difficult. Like, I've made the case for Gibbs Montgomery. One of them is probably going to score. Good luck picking which one. But they're trailing by a lot. Like, if you believe that the game script is going to be a negative one for the Lions so much, it's like, why would you make that bet? I mean, I guess you do it because it's around plus fifty, plus 150 for both guys. But still, it's, uh, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Would you guys do anything with either of the field goal kickers in this game? Like Shanahan no, no. has proven time and time and again he's ultra conservative <laughs> in the playoffs. Yeah. I feel like if you like Detroit, you know, if you like Detroit, you might have to take like Jake Moody over one and a half field goals and even money just because you know San Francisco is going to move the ball up and down the field. But if they're going to win or going to keep it close, they need that game script that they did against the Rams where they're just keeping them to field goals in the red zone. So if you like the Lions plus the points, I think that correlates to the Moody field goals. The Badgley one is tougher just because I think Campbell is going – he's already as is. I mean, one of the most aggressive coaches on fourth down, but especially in a game like this, he knows he's going to need touchdowns if they want to beat the Niners. So maybe not so much for Badgley, but certainly for Moody. And I think if you like the Lions plus the points, like – that, that's the way they cover this spread because they're not going to be able to stop the, uh, San Francisco. Like the Niners are going to be able to move the ball. So if they keep the game closed, I think it's got to be it's got to be the kicker. I think Moody would be the play over the one and a half field goals. One and a half, yeah. Yeah. He has um, he has not had more than two attempts since October wow. when he missed two or three wow. kicks against Cleveland. So yes, Shanahan is conservative. You're right, especially in the playoffs, but. But well, the reason is why because they're so efficient on offense. They just score touchdowns all day. Yeah, they're not true. St- stymied in the red zone much. And the the question is 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 this Lions defense going to do that? That's where my hesitation would come into play. But I I had the same thought. It's going to be great conditions, kicking conditions. That if he wants the three, go ahead and take it. Is anyone doing anything with the total of 51 and a half? I found no. it interesting that the Lions team total is 21 and a half. So that would mean that, you know, you think the Niners are going to score 30 plus points if it's going to go over. I, If anything, I might bet Lions under the team total. But I probably yeah. won't play it. Not doing anything with the total. 
Same. No. Yeah, that, that number feels about right. If anything, I would take a Niners team total over 29 and a half. Like that's that's the play I would make, but I have nothing on the on the full game total. PJ Glasser, thank you so much for being with us on this Football Friday. You can check him out on the BetQL Network. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Up next, NFL Awards finalists are out. Hello, Paul. We'll see which of our tickets are alive and what, if any, lessons were learned. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Paul Aspen was in the lab coming up with some of these. I love it. Great producing. Welcome back to BetQL Daily. Um, excuse me. Wow. Aspen gets all the credit. I love that. That's amazing. I am here for all of this. That was all Jake. Sorry, Jake. Wow. Oh, well, Jakey. that was fantastic. Great job, Jake. Jake. Very mad. <laughs> but, like, he needs you a know, promotion. I thought that was pretty telling. Like, he didn't want to let Paul get the credit. Like, he's got to step in there. What about me? What about Raven? Yeah, Jen's we about- gave Aspen his credit in the open. We gave Aspen his credit in the open. Okay. Yes. But you didn't want to be a good teammate. I noticed that. I get it. Yeah, famously bad teammate, Jake Hassan. That's what they say about me around here. They do, uh, especially uh, what, what's that guy's name? Lapka. <laughs> I think I think Jake I does, didn't believe it. Of I think I think the bigger issue here is that Jake thought I, we were just going to roll with it, and I wasn't going to say anything, and I would take the credit for something that wasn't mine. So I would have never done that. I was absolutely. I think you were going to. Jake, I guess. I think no, you were I think, I think you were going just to let it roll. Respected that. <laughs> yeah. I would have respected I, that though. I, I, I think you were like, eh, I'm not going to step on Aaron for that one. Let's Say, just let him breathe. Oh, I wasn't oh, going to yeah, jump I in. Don't the interrupt. Way I will. <laughs> As I'm a bad teammate, so I will. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Noted. Uh, <laughs> Famously. Bad teammate. You're, you got to add that to your yeah. BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM, Aaron Hawksworth alongside Joe Ostrowski, the glass man with us for one more segment before he moves on to prep for his own show, send it in. And of course, if you haven't had enough of him by then, you can tune in to BetMGM tonight as well. <laughs> triple glass header man today. Taking over. Yeah. Bad teammates. Tri- yeah. Well, the man that loves overtime bets. Are you getting overtime pay today or what? I wish, Joe. <laughs> I wish. Unfortunately, not. Okay, we got to work oh. on that. What a right. sell! If you're Another not sick re- of them, check out BetMGM <laughs> tonight. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's an awesome there. dynamic. I'm in love, glass man. I didn't mean it. I'm checking it out because I just want to see this combo of Horvy. It's a shoe and glass yep. man. Yep. That's going to be something. I can't. It wait. will be. It will yeah. be. I just saw It'll a picture of Ashu in the break. It's 70 degrees. He lives in Annapolis. He's at the beach right now. A Catch, beach? Trying to, trying to get a out. tan before the show. Yeah. Oh, let's Jesus. go. Living the good tan. life. 70. <laughs> it is nice out today. It is like 70 degrees. It's kind of crazy. Is it really? It feels like yeah. summer because it's really yeah. humid too because it was raining. So it's kind of a weird vibe, but. Here we are, all four seasons this week in the D.C. area. So every week, at least once a week on the show, we look at the NFL awards market. And here are the finalists for MVP. We've got Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, and Brock Purdy. Joe, is this Lamar's? Who do you think's winning it this year? So is this a contract thing? Is this... Is this uh, a thing where they're like, okay, we're, we've got to announce five finalists every year. We know that they don't have to. We know which player's winning it. I guess the five is interesting. Like They went out of their way to put a non-quarterback in there with McCaffrey. Tyreek does not end up making the list. Like You figured with the way that the voting system has changed that they would throw a non-QB in there. I don't have a problem with the names that they threw up there. Like, how many times do we have that Purdy conversation? Everybody was having that Purdy conversation, different points throughout the season. But it's Lamar. We saw the numbers at the end of the year. It became obvious with a couple weeks left. It's Lamar's award. 
He went and took it at the very end. It's going to be Lamar. And do I have an issue with any of these other guys that are on there? No, and I can't really say that they missed missed on any. It's fine, but like really, they could have named two or three finalists because it's going to be Lamar. We all know it. Guys, say it with me. MVP, MVP. It's over. It was Lamar's award. I mean, come on. It was a wrap after the San Francisco game. He backed it up against the Dolphins. I mean, Lamar's the MVP. It's he's the it. best player in football this season. No question. Got the jersey. Are you wearing that jersey? Are you wearing the jersey yeah. on Sunday? Are you a jersey yeah, guy? Absolutely. And if they win, I'm wearing it on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. I'll wear it for the next 12 days if I have to. Can't Sleep wash it. it. Can't wash it. Can't wash it. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Sleep how many other How many other Ravens jerseys you got? I got Marlon Humphrey. I got Justin Tucker. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Like, you're the kicker guy. Show, he's the greatest of all time. Like kickers Kicker. are people too. Of God almighty. I got Ed Reed. I got Bolden. Uh, you Ray have Lewis, Suggs? Flacco. I got Suggs. Yeah. Oh my God! How many you got? You have a well, dozen. You know, I don't wear. I mean, yeah. some of these jerseys are like too small for me. But I no wear wonder you're doing three shows. You got to pay yeah, for yeah. all these jerseys. <laughs> The Ravens jerseys, like Bama and Ravens I'm jerseys. I'm just picturing, right? I'm just picturing like there's a switch in the room when PJ walks in. It's the light switch, and then the one that just raises all these jerseys to the rafters. It's just like zzz, every time he walks in the room, and they're just like Flacco, and they're all just this is like a Flacco. man cave, and you got all this, yep. yeah, Flacco. That's <laughs> right. Yep, Flacco was that was my go-to jersey for a while, but now it's now it's now. Like every home game, is it a different jersey or is it just Lamar? Is obviously right now it's Lamar, but like if you're going to a full slate of games during the season, and I don't know that you are, but like are you always rotating or what? What's the move? Yeah, so usually for home games, I go with Lamar, and then on the road, I go with Marlon Humphrey because I feel like you know, like oh, other guys on the team, they need some love too. You know, it's like everybody's gonna wear Lamar. Um, I got to get me a Kyle Hamilton jersey, though. He's turned into one of my favorites. Love that guy. That's true. Can't Love leave him hair. off the list. Yeah. But, uh, I yeah. Any others? Was, no. Just, I was hoping just Tucker was the road jersey. Right now. Just those yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any jerseys that you rock you know, on your teams? Joe, do you have a got, Bears jersey? Uh, yeah, but they've got dust on them. I haven't worn them in forever. <laughs> like, I've got it. I only go with the cl- like the classic ones, like Peyton or – but uh, just a couple. Uh, I couldn't tell you last time I wore a jersey. Not a jersey guy at all. You got you got a Todd Heap? You know, I did have a Todd Heap growing up, but not not. Anymore. I knew my, it. I knew. My dad, yeah, had, a Peter, my dad yeah. had a Peter Bulware. He wore that one a ton. Um, oh, jeez. But, yeah, I mean, we got – Aaron, what about you? Any, like, Supersonics jerseys? Any Gary Payton? Sean <laughs> the glove. I should actually get both those guys. Um, that's yeah. a good idea. I've thought about it. I had posters of them on my wall growing up, but never never uh, spent the money on a jersey. Yeah. Paul, you got any? So the last jersey, I can't remember, Like as we heard from Dan Aspen a couple weeks ago, did I own an Aikman jersey in my youth <laughs> in the Philadelphia era? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think what other jerseys I had. I had like generic, just no name, like the number three jersey, no name. Yeah. Because, you know, it's Rick Meyer, front, not the name uh, yeah. on the back. Montana. Yeah. yeah. 
But the last jersey I I didn't even purchase, but there was like I don't even know what the thought process was here, but when CSN Houston went out of business, they had like a it wasn't right when like it was at some point during the bankruptcy process, but it was basically like a funeral, but it was kind of like a holiday party except bankruptcy. And there was a raffle too. And I somehow won a Jose Altuve autographed authentic jersey. Oh so if anyone in Houston wants to buy an autographed, is he a World Series MVP? Let's just assume that he is. I don't know that that's accurate. But I really thought I was going to be able to flip that for some decent cash. And it just, I, I never put it out there on the market. Maybe I'll hang it in a sports bar someday. The, uh, Every time my son and his friends get together for football, they all wear their football jerseys. And the only one, he, eh, not the only one, but the main one he wears is Fields. I'm like, get it in now because that thing's going <laughs> in the garbage in a few weeks. He's not yeah. going to be on the wow. Bears much longer. Well, yeah. you just have to change the name. You assume Caleb Williams would probably take number one as well. You just no. do the classic tape over the name. No, he's not taking number one, is he? Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Is he? I wouldn't want anything to do with Fields. I would just go different. I don't even think he, like, that is so far past where he's thinking, I would think. What? Because, oh, yeah. I'm replacing this guy. Like, everyone's going to think of Or even if he keeps his college jersey. number, if he keeps 13, you just do the tape over the name and a tape number three, and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there, I don't think there are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of low numbers in Bears history that are retired, so you could probably do whatever he wants with any of those numbers. Because they've never had a good quarterback. Breaking news. I'd like a Cutler jersey. That would, Six? That would be pretty cool. Why? <laughs> I made a custom <laughs> Jay him. Cutler jersey for Halloween one year. <laughs> and I like did the smoke and Jay thing. Oh, it was. Oh, did it kill? Was it in Chicago? Uh, yeah, it was in Chicago. <laughs> it was like my first or second winter here. Yeah. Okay. You know who I loved? I loved me some Tariq Cohen. That would have been if I was a Bears fan. That would have been my jersey. Last one, rough. Go. Last one I got was probably Hester. That's probably the last oh, one. That's a, oh, that's, that's a, a good, good one. one too. That is yeah, a good one. yeah. It's Can't hard not to like that. Hester. All right, Joe. Where do you want to take us with these awards? The finalists. I mean, the comeback player is an obvious one we should get to. But any others that caught your eye? Yeah, as far as the finalists, it, a lot of it's pretty obvious. Offensive player of the year, we know it's going to be CMC. And it's been a battle all year between CMC and Tyreek Hill. So the other names that came up, oh, little pain there. C.D. Lamb is a finalist for the offensive player of the year. I was pumping that up at 75 to 1. Uh, not going to get home. Lamar entered the, the chat there, and so did Dak. So they throw a couple quarterbacks in there, the guys that are not going to be winning it. But – I guess they're kind of in the team photo, but not really because it's uh, it's going to be CMC and it was always CMC or Tyreek. Defensive player of the year finalists are noteworthy because I would say of all the awards, this is the one we are most unsure of. So they mention there's Bland, there's Crosby, but it's really coming down to Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, or TJ Watt. I, I think we have a, a good inkling on who's going to win every award, even coach, except for this one. Like, this is the only one I think we're going to walk into awards night and not really know, guys. What about defensive yeah. rookie, though? Do we know for sure on that one? I think we know. we got Carver. Will Anderson, yeah. Jalen Carter, Joey Porter. Oh, he's Will okay. Anderson. All right, PJ. Kobe Let's Turner. go. I do. Yeah. I do. I, really? no, yeah, I actually. I think there's some – 
I did. I mean, you know, Jalen Carter was, I mean, he was such a heavy favorite for most of the year, but I feel like the way the Eagles finished the season, like the way their defense mm. finished the season, and then, you know, just how the Texans obviously finished winning the division. Will Anderson was a big part of that. I feel like for so much of the season, you know, when you were talking about Houston, it was Stroud, it was D'Amico, it was Slowick. And then towards the end, like Will Anderson started to get some light and Houston started to play in some primetime games. They obviously had that game against Indy. So I do think Anderson could be worth a, swing, uh, a sprinkle. You know, Carter had such a big lead. He was such a heavy favorite that uh, I, I do think that there's a chance maybe for him to win it. Um, but I agree. Uh, you know, most of these awards are wrapped up. It's kind of crazy. I think the offensive rookie of the year is the best combination of like names that we've maybe ever had for that award, right? Like any other year, you could see Puka winning. You could see Gibbs, maybe Laporta. But Stroud just had the greatest season we've ever seen from a rookie quarterback that he's going to win it. But I just think that's like an awesome award with how great of a season a bunch of those rookies have. Laporta got no love all year for this award. None. And that's interesting because I guess it's a statement on how good that Stroud and Puka were. So Puka's going to mm-hmm. set all-time records, and he's still not going to win this award, right? Like, we all agree with yeah, that? Right. Yeah. That's yep. crazy. That's Agreed. crazy. Um, see, I, I think it will be Carter, but you make a strong case with Will Anderson and how they, and how he ended up finishing. Kobe Turner entered the conversation very late, probably too late. And uh, Paul's going to be glued for comeback player of the year, Damar Hamlin. Uh, it, it's just – the other guys are guys that were talked about for a week or two. Flacco, Baker, Stafford, two uh, different points in the season. They were all talked about for a couple weeks. They were the buzzy names, but it was Hamlin throughout, and it's going to be Hamlin. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Feel, I, agree. I feel pretty good I about do. Hamlin. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with where I'm at. Like I said, like I'm – Made already made peace with the fact that if he loses, that will be a little bit of a tough L. I think, I think Flacco ran out of time, and especially like not playing that last week was huge. Yep. I think it's, I think Baker's the biggest threat, um, and he, yeah, you know, put up a dud against Carolina. Like I think that that gets you in the door with Hamlin uh, late in the season. But um, do we think like votes four and five on these lists are pretty clear, right? Like, I know it's five people. Are voting. It's five people, right? Like, it's just this award, I believe, though, so, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just think it's very clear who one, two, and three are. And then, like, a guy like Deron Bland ends up on Defensive Player of the Year. It's like, okay, because you had to vote for five people. Yeah. Right? Like, stuff yeah. like that. Is it Stefanski? I think that's I up think in the so, air. which helps, helps the Will Anderson case, if it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Instead of D'Amico, you got to give Texans some love. Okay. Stroud. Okay. It'll be interesting. You're listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Up next, Paul Aspen versus Jury Duty. We go off the board next. <laughs> Bye, PJ. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, 
It's all presented by BetMGM, the glass man. He had to go, but it's us for off the board. Now, this story, I am intrigued. I got some questions. So Paul got a letter in the mail. Didn't really want to open it. Joe Ostrowski told him not to. But Paul ended up (laughs) opening that said letter. And I don't think it was good. What happened, Paul? So I guess I don't know if you guys have this set up, but Mush has it set up where she can see, like gets notifications of like what's mail that is on the way sort of thing. I have like that. there's like the app or yeah. So no. she comes Wait, out what's this? She's like what? I don't know. What is she this? signed up for it. I'm Through not sure. the post office. They yeah. send you pictures of what mail is going to be arriving. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't know this. I don't need any more emails. Yourself. It's too many. I yeah. just can't. I can't. Mitch alone. Like I just can't. No more emails. I'm like overwhelmed. <laughs> Joe O dead. Uh, anyway. Too, yeah. <laughs> she comes out yesterday and she's like, I think I've got some bad news. Which, like, first of all, what a setup. Could go and can't so many be directions. opening that conversation that way. <laughs> You're like clenching your <laughs> right. heart. Like Who's this could be anything. Yeah. yeah. This could be yeah. Dan Aspen involved. Like, what's happening? Jeez, Joe. Well, when somebody says okay. I've got bad news, isn't the first thing you think of your family? Like, I've got really yeah, bad news. but but that's not where like she would know before I did anyway. Not the point. What made um, so <laughs> so shows me a picture of the mail and it's like you know Cook County jury whatever thing. I'm like, oh no. Uh, so at least well, good news, not on trial. Bad news. Uh, so I've been summoned for jury duty February 21st. So like the week after the Super Bowl. And like we all kind of do this like the week like Super Bowl Monday. Do that show. And then we're all a little burnt from the season. And then I'm like, hasta luego. Like I am gone like, for that week. <laughs> so not even English. So yeah, going down to Mexico for a week and like was going to do. The second week, too, had that loosely penciled in, um, had made people aware who needed to know. And <laughs> so. Th- what? What's wrong? The screen went alive? black. He just got I don't muted? hear Paul anymore. Oh, oh Paul, we lost him. <laughs> the government. Cook County's coming for him. <laughs> They said that you're gonna weird. be there he February twenty first, pal. Wow. You got shut down. You got censored by the wow. man. That's crazy. I will say <laughs> Maybe for it's Paul, a sensitive case. This did happen to me. Like I got someone for jury duty, like, I don't know, last summer, I think it was. And I didn't really read it. I was just like, all right, whatever, gonna be there. I don't know if he might be in the same situation. I'm sure Paul did his, you know, did read the whole thing, but I was able to call the day before or like two days before to see if I actually had to go. And then I right. called and it was like, it, whatever, enter whatever number, because they give you a number on the letter. And I didn't even have mm-hmm. to end up going in. So, so Maybe you'll get lucky. We're back. That was real weird. Like, I could still hear you guys and hear what I just said, but no, super weird. Anyway, yes, mm-hmm. Jake. Like, so I'm at here. I'm a little annoyed. Like, if I, if it was like, hey, you are in for jury duty on this date. I'd kind of be like, all right, that sucks, but okay. I'm a standby juror, and now I got to change my life to maybe kind of be there, maybe not. So, like, Jake, do I roll the dice? 
can call in from somewhere Roll in Mexico it. on Tuesday and be Roll like, it. oh, well, I guess I'm catching a 2 a.m. flight home. Like if I'm on yes. the board. Like, or I mean, you, you could attempt you could attempt the I'm like I'm not living in state right now. I've or, had I know people who have done that. Or you could attempt the I'm racist. That's been done. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, you went yeah, right to that. You went. You went right to that one. Could have been a bunch it's of different from options. From a show, I was just like, it's from a, it's from a show. From a show called Jury Duty. Well, but like that's people say that all the time. Like you can get out of it. It's just not true. You can try yeah, that, right? And also, right. those questions are asked once you're in the building. In your yeah, yeah. Let me just send, call send up Cook County and drop something like that. Yeah. By the way. FYI. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder I how like many people murder. will do that because they saw that show. They but I've always heard that. Like people try that. Oh. And like it's not it doesn't work. <laughs> you try all sorts of things. It's not gonna work. So I so Mush did dive into the Reddit streets a little bit about this. And mm-hmm. so there's the Jake option, the which like street. you call and maybe like there's a chance that you're not even you don't even have to go doesn't do me much good from like Guadalajara or wherever. But I think there is also an option mm-hmm. where you can like there's there's a phone number you can call and people at least on Reddit have said like they push a certain number for like just get it pushed back and you get a new summons sort of thing. So like I've got to dive a little bit more into those details, see if that's an option. Um but I've had people be like, "Yep, and then I got a summons 3 months later or yep, and then I never got a summons again." So I, I've also heard you know, that, actually. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm being concerned. a good citizen. Doing I don't remember the last duty, time I got that letter. But I, 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 I literally had this thought. Yeah, I had this thought. I was like, wow, I've been in Chicago for 10 years, and I have not had you know jury duty. And bam. Happen. Damn. Yeah. It's a good Whammies. run. The worst time ever. <sighs> right. So what happens if you just don't go? What happens? Fine. It definitely get fined. I don't know how much. Like, would it be worth it? Probably. Like, this situation, I know what I've probably. Got... What's probably. the fine? Like, yeah. Like, if we're talking about a couple hundred bucks, like that's what I'm gonna have to pay to take that flight back anyway. So fine. I love my country, but you know, I'll ta- I'll pay that fine. I would. Okay. In this in this situation. Oh, for me. What if it's a couple um, thousand? You you did present it, Joe, as if you. You would pay that for <laughs> okay my attorney well, joe is strapped according <laughs> according to wgn tv is the story that they did in uh march of last year on this a juror who does not answer a summons can be found in contempt of court and can be fined up to a hundred dollars for a state summons or spend up to three days in jail <laughs> be great, be great content to. be great so content. could just be like a day though too yeah. Oh my would content. you would you rather <laughs> continue the vacation and let's say it's one day. A hundred dollars, that's an easy that's an easy answer. Like you pay the yeah. hundred. Yeah, no yeah. question. Not even conversation. Don't blink. But if it's twenty four hours in jail, would you rather extend the vacation, no jury duty, but twenty four hours in jail? Or just cut the vacation jer- short? Yeah. Character building. Character. I think I'd, Cook, Cook yeah, County like Jail, though, too. Like, <laughs> oh no, no, sir. Can no, we sir. be your one phone Prison? call, please? 
But yeah, speaker. Good content. Yeah, this is like called the back. Aaron, Daily. Aaron, your, your uh, backside content. tattoo is taking a back seat here. If Paul has to go to jail for a day, <laughs> it'll be a great week of content. Like so, night, night in the day. police station, fine. But like Cook County Jail might be. I don't know. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. I don't oh, know if I'm signing right. up for that. The dudes you're in there with gotta have some, some good stuff. stories. Do I just, do I do the yeah, Edward hiding Norton, in the like, 25th corner. hour thing? Like, Jake, just man. beat the hell out of me. And, like, just give me a bunch of black eyes, knock my teeth out, and so I can survive. So. Don't mess with this guy. So, a n- night in jail, a night, an overnight stay. Like, how many guys are you, are you in the cell with? You just throw a bunch of drunk can't people tell, in. Or can't say that I know. Drunk tank. It probably depends on the night, though, too. Like, if it's a Friday, Saturday. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about sure. that Havertown drunk tank, like, I'll spend a week there. Fine. Like, whatever. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. But I, I don't think that's what this is. I don't think that's what this no, is. No, I yeah. don't think that's what this is either. But is it just, like, is it 20 dudes just hanging around, like, one of those, like, you know. That's uh, what I picture. Law and order things. Like a, like, a room yeah. with, like, some bunk beds. You also got to figure, like. like the prison thing is probably, or the jail thing, whatever, is probably, like, the end of the spectrum. Like, if you've done this before or if you have, like, a record. It's like, Paul, they're not pulling up Paul Aspen's rap sheet. And like, yep, they're trying, throw him in they're there. They're trying to scare you. They're trying to scare you. Yeah, Most right. likely, it's a $100 fine, and I think you're good. I think you're Everyone's right. saying like, you like, can call to postpone. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. That well, might be I'm worse than if you don't have option. to show up. Right. Like if they're like, oh, you're off the hook, then like, because if you call and you don't forever. like, you're a standby and you don't get called in, and then you postponed anyway, and you get the letter again in two months, you're gonna be like, Damn. yes, that's what I'm saying. Then you, yeah, I would almost want to gamble that like there. you don't have to show, so you don't postpone it. Then you how much I think like we are a betting show. Yeah, how much do you like uh, to gamble? No risk, I mean, no biscuit. I'll be honest. Some of these flights. <laughs> Are like that run down there, like leave at two in the morning. So like hypothetically, I could get back in time, maybe. But you'd be miserable, like, because then you'd be thinking about it the whole time too. Like, not that you won't. Anyway. That's true. It'd just be hanging over my well, head. Yeah. How much time yeah. do you have to give them if you postpone? Could you do the call on Tuesday? Oh, you know, I'm on standby, and they're like, "Yeah, you don't have to come." But if they say yes, could you be like, "Well, can I postpone? I'm out of country," and then. A, uh, I'm sure that gets into fine ter- territory, or they'll be like, "Yeah, we'll meet you at the gate and take you right to lockup." <laughs> hey, Mario, it's a- it's uh, Andrew. I need you to uh, produce BetQL Daily the next three days. Paul's oh, sure, jail. Andrew, no problem. What, what's Paul's going on? Well, jail. Paul's in the slammer <laughs> through Friday. It'd be great street cred. You- like, well, yeah, uh, tell people asking, "What'd you do? Why'd you go to jail for three days? Didn't show up for jury duty." <laughs> And then that credit, yeah, no, that's where you just, you just go, I don't yeah. want to talk about it. You know, just yeah, what, what story thing. would you make I don't want to talk about yeah. I was in Mexico. I don't want to talk about it. Who's asking a follow-up? I don't pending. think so. That's not bad. It's pending. Can't talk yeah. about it. Man. I did, have, did I tell you, like this made week? me think. Like a friend of mine um, had to spend 24 hours in a Polish jail and I had to bail him out. That's oh, no. a story. Did I never tell good. you guys that story? No, yeah, I don't know this. That no. was something. Yeah, that a was a Polish wild. jail. I didn't even know that's a thing. What does that mean? Yeah, I didn't either until I was there. <laughs> Whoa. Those guys are tough. 
Yeah. All right, oh, we got to revisit that. There, there's a lot. There's a lot part of that. Yeah, that'll be a good one. I'll tell you guys off air. This is Becky All Daily presented by BetMGM. Up next, all of our favorite plays, sides, totals, props for the AFC title game. Next.